There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. I caught my parents in a little secret plan that I, I know that they thought they had until I caught them. So this weekend, my brother who lives in D.C. is coming to town with his fiance. We're getting all of my siblings, all five of us kids uh, and spouses and whatever, getting together to paint my parents upstairs rooms they are empty nesters now so they have two new spare bedrooms they're all excited about and they want to repaint them and they're like can everyone come to town and help us paint these rooms and we're like of course sure so even my brother from dc come to town it's a long way to go to paint exactly exactly so then i find out that my parents offered to babysit for my older sister while we paint and i was like well how are i mean we'll all be watching the kids right because we're all painting and mary my older sister is like, no, well, actually, mom and dad, they're just going to watch the kids and we're going to paint. Oh, boy. And I'm like, she was like, so they have the harder job. Like, they're, you know, they're doing a lot for me. I was like, no, they don't. They're doing that on purpose. Painting sucks. I know what they're exactly. They, this is their secret plot so that they can go off and gallivant with the grandkids while all of their actual kids have to stay home and paint their house. Let me just say, I will say this for the record, babysitting grandkids is a lot, but when compared to painting, it's not that bad. Exactly. And my parents, they've got plans. They're going to go out and buy treats and grab lunch and they're going to do all kinds of fun stuff. I know what they do. And... I called them out on it. And I was like, Mom, I know about your little secret plan to avoid painting. She laughed at me, which means that it's true. And she was like, no, no, no. I'm like, yes, Mom, I know exactly what you're doing. So wow. that's the plan. They're well, congrats using... to your parents for pulling it off and everyone, for all these all, years. Yeah, all my siblings fell for it except for me. I'm like, I see what you guys are up to here. Honestly, if I was your brother, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> if your brother's flying in from D.C., I'd be, I'd be kind of annoyed. I'd be He's... like, wait, I came to come have a nice painting session with the entire family, and mom and dad are running off. Oh, God, guess we're going to go to Entertainment Junction with the boys here for right, a little bit. Right, that's exactly We do have a bunch of grandkids now. That's wrong. I love Entertainment Junction. But, um, but here we are, stuck wow. at home painting the spare bedrooms. It's kind of like their little payback, like, oh, we raised you guys. You're going to paint the bedrooms you grew up in. <laughs> you know what? Like My parents, that, Joey know? and I always were doing yard work. Like, we, during summers, during, you know, we'd get like three summers off. Yeah. In the middle, or three, you know what I mean? Three months off in the middle of summer. Yeah. We were not chilling. We had a well, list to be like... Jesse, you're mowing the entire lot today. Joey, you're picking up logs from the tree we cut down. I'm like, what is this? Little house on the prairie? Yeah. <laughs> you like, get you a guys break. are going to keep our house clean now during you, the summer. Well. Anna, now, now you know why I can't sit still. It's because my, 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 my mom instilled in me movement at all times. Constant chores. 
So what did your parents make you do? Maybe you were just the one that always had to get up from the living room to go get mom something. Yeah, like, run downstairs and grab me that can. You give me that? I'm like, aren't you closer? Hey, Debbie. What do you think? To get back at mom and dad, feed the kids candy bars and Mountain Dews before you send them off with the kids. Oh, oh dang. girl. Ooh. Now that is a plan. <laughs> and they would have no idea. And I'm just the fun auntie who shows up like, hey, guys, guess what I got you? That's like sending them back. Yeah. Red number 40. Don't come and don't come get in the car. <laughs> Whoa. That's what my brother-in-law says. Hypes him up. He's like, it's all that red Red dye number 40. <laughs> I don't know. It's that's, something like that's that. That's a bit specific. <laughs> wow. All right, oh, Debbie. Oh, man, that's All great. Right. We're going to have some kids bouncing off the wall in yep. Coleraine this weekend. I'm doing it. That's right. Okay, you take care. It's like sending them back to their grandparents <laughs> like with a loaded weapon. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. All right. Tori, did you, what, how, how was your relationship with your parents when it came to, came to doing things around the house? So I never really had a, you know, a chore that I didn't like. Everything, I did everything. And so my chore was that I didn't like was going outside to play because apparently I was too helpful is what my mom told me. Oh, Tori, have you, you seen a kid. have you seen a therapist about Wait. this? <laughs> <Jesse>. <laughs> you know, the only time I like to clean Tori is when I'm pissed off, yeah. <laughs> and then I will clean everything. Other than that, I don't want to do it. No, no, like, and then like my mom would, I would even go over to like elderly neighbors and check on them and like Aww. help them. And I feel like now my mom, her payback to me is that she doesn't. <laughs> She doesn't want to, like, clean at all. Like, she's always like, here, come clean. (laughs) But now do you want it? Now are you as helpful as an adult? Yeah, I'm still. I'm probably more. I'm probably more helpful. Girl. Tori, you need to get out and play more. Listen, I know. (laughs) like, can't relate. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got a number seven over here on the... Uh, Enneagram. Yeah, we got a number seven Enneagram over here. Sure. Hashtag YOLO. <laughs> hey, thanks for calling, Tori. Thanks, girl. Thanks. We're talking about... Well, you think your parents are taking advantage of you and your siblings yeah. this weekend because they asked all of you to come over to paint. One of them's even flying in. From D.C., your pa- yeah. Your parents are like, we're going to go off and babysit the grandkids. <laughs> See you guys later. Have fun painting our house. Somebody has something to say about this. Hello. Quit whining and do it. There's 10 of you helping. That's enough to finish it in an hour. Oh, dang. Okay. And on, wow. There for, there's only five, six, seven. Math. There's only seven of us. Five and spouses, and it would make 10, eight. There's only two rooms. It'll take you an hour. Quit whining yeah, and Anna, help geez, your mom out. Why are we making out. such a big deal about this? Okay, but just pain, what Anna? about my parents' secret plot? Like, I know what they're doing. Good. They're turn- they love their grandchildren. They want to spend time with their grandchildren. Secret or not secret, oh, let her enjoy the grandchildren. Can I ask you a serious question? Are you secretly Anna's mom? <laughs> no. Are you right. my mom's friend? <laughs> yeah. Who is this? Did, did, no. did Ron say call B105 and say these things? You will enjoy it. You'll have a good time. You'll you'll have closer bonding, more bonding with your siblings to live out of state. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, you're right about that. I know at the end of the day, when I get together with my siblings, it's always fun. But yeah. still, I, my parents need to know that I'm on to them, and I know what they're doing. Yeah, she's Anna's putting you on notice. Yeah, you're on blast, Mom and Dad. I don't, I don't think that lady thought my jokes were funny. I don't. <laughs> I tried. Well. <laughs> I tried. All right, Jesse, I know that there are a lot of things I do that irritate you, <laughs> so we found out. Well, no, I mean, no. when you spend any amount of time with anybody. So, the the you, way you, we do. Yeah. We're together a lot. I, yeah. 
Anyways, uh, so this is do? another one you can add to the list that I've noticed really bothers you, but it's something I can't control, and it's my facial expressions. <laughs> when you are telling me about something, like, let's just, we'll do an example. You're like, hey, Anna, the story that we talked about yesterday, blah, blah, blah. And my face does this. I don't even know what it does, but I guess it looks surprised and confused. Yes. And alarmed. Yes. And you're always like, calm down, Anna. You know, it's not a big deal. You Don't you remember the story that we did yesterday? And I'm like, yes, I do remember. What made you think I didn't? And you're like, well, your face, you look all the confused. The face, the look. And I'm like, I... I didn't know that I do that until Grover also agreed the other day. Our boss, he was like, yeah, I noticed that, you know, you always look a little confused or like you're not sure what's going on. And I'm like, I, I know what's going yeah, on. It's I, just go ahead. What do you? We'll, it's we'll the ahead. look. If the look could have a word, the word would be, huh? <laughs> Wait. So, so I said, Annie, you know that thing we talked about about five minutes ago? You're like, huh? <laughs> it, I, oh, I usually do say oh, what? What? And it's this look of just straight confusion. And I then get confused. By the way, I've named this resting confused face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> RCF. Which is hilarious. Because okay. you, you, I'm like, any human being that I interact with would know what I'm referring to. Yeah. Just something I've learned over 40 years of conversations with other people. Sure. If I could, if, there's enough clues that are in the air that if I say this particular thing right here, you will understand what I'm saying. And you give me the look like the gears have ground to a halt. And it's, huh? But usually I do know what you're talking about. You, I just have to make <laughs> a facial expression while my brain is processing like, oh, the story yesterday, yeah. remember? And I make a face. I guess other people just look. A, I don't stoic when they what do but other here's, people look like? Here's a telltale trait of resting confused face. Oh, okay. Okay. Sure. It's not just the face, it's the pause. It is the pause of I am processing what you're saying. I'm like, so it's like I have to get better at giving you a solid one and a half to two seconds. No, <laughs> I'm not instant communication. I want you to talk to me like everybody else does. I think and I'm not that way, and you should know this. I'm not like everybody else. I think it's just my facial expressions. I don't have control over them because there's another thing I do that you and Grover have both been like oh, uh, rolling my eyes. Oh, that doesn't, roll my, that doesn't matter. No, you've said to me, I'll call it out. Yeah, but you roll it. I can tell that's kind of involuntary. And I'm like, that doesn't I don't even mean to do it. And it I think really the resting confused face is the same situation. <laughs> my face <laughs> just goes crazy and I don't know what's happening. And I'm like, I don't know. I guess my emotions are worn heavily on my face. Instead of wearing them on your sleeve. You, I have one more thing against you. And the fact that, <laughs> one more thing. The reason I'm saying all this is because you told me what your nickname was when you were growing up. You're and it was. Bring, no. Okay, well, all right. Go, it's say just your it friends now. thought. Just say it now. Sid say, from the Ice Age, he's the sloth. He's a little slow. And you, I guess your friends had named you, nicknamed you that. You told <gasps> me that. I go, checks out with resting confused checks face. Checks out, yeah. Uh, growing up, I was called <laughs> Sid the Sloth from Ice Age. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so awful. So there's that. Yeah, well, oh, no. Man, that one hits a little close to home, Jesse. Well, listen, All you right. shouldn't have told me that because now <laughs> I, I have know. ammo. Then I get little gifs of Sid the Sloth. I wasn't the, fir- <laughs> I wasn't the first to encounter this character. Great. RCF. There we go. Uh, hello, Lori. I do the same thing, but it took me years to figure out. Yes, I'm much older, but figured out I'm doing it on purpose, subconsciously, to gather more information. I've already got some information that you've already given me, and I want more, oh. if possible. <sighs> okay. But what if this was a conversation that me and Anna had just had, and I'm like... 
I've given. Maybe she needs me to clue her back in with a little bit more information. No. How does? What do you think? How does she know that you don't have more information you did not already tell her? Okay. Yeah. Well, let me give you an example. Why don't you just lay it all on the table right away, Jesse? Oh my gosh. Okay, ladies. Okay. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> This is what I'm talking about. Like me and Anna, let's say we were talking about this story earlier on today where down in Florida, they're considering uh, having a ban on dogs putting their heads out their window of cars, right? Yep. Let's say Anna and I was just talking about that. Then like a couple of things happen three or four minutes later. I'm like, hey, do you want to talk about that dog story at 530 tonight? And Anna will give me the look, resting confused face. She'll give me the look and she'll go, what dog story? Because between that time, we have already talked about like four different things, and I, I'm like the I, I dog know, story. I know. We're I just come. Backwards? It's it's okay. So, I just figured. What? I figured there's. It's kind of like the uh, the five second rule. You just kind of expect what? that. No. Do you no. understand? Like like I didn't let thirty minutes what? pass. What's your name? What's your name again? Lori. 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 I think. We are just smarter than the average person, and that's really what this boils down to. I think we're just really smart, and so our faces make expressions when we're processing all the information that we are holding up here, like you said, and uh, Jesse, you're just judging it, so you know what? All right. And Jesse, how does she know that you don't didn't have a different dog story yeah. that you wanted to bring up? Oh. The dog story, that's pretty generic. <laughs> Oh, Lori, we uh, no. just like that. We've run out of time. Yeah, okay. But we, um, <laughs> he's done. Hey, thanks for calling, Lori. <laughs> Thank you, right. Lori. Have a great day. See you, girl. Bye. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Jesse, today is your turn. Every day we pull a question out of our truth jar that I decorated with beads. And uh, then you got to answer it honestly. The, the the question itself isn't decorated with beads. Oh, it's the truth jar. The actual mason jar looks like it's bedazzled. Well, continuing. <laughs> Jesse, do you have any strange collections? And we're not talking about the Jesus towards <laughs> you. Do you have anything else? I have <laughs> the most strange things in my house. Oh boy! And I'm gonna blame almost all of it. On the career that I'm in, that we are in, radio. Okay. But yes, one thing that is not at all blamed on radio is I have every, pretty much every newspaper from the day after Michael Jackson died. Like, I'm a huge... Wait, like articles that relate to Michael Jackson no, since like, his death or just any newspaper? Think the Cincinnati Inquirer. So if he died, he died in June of 2009. Okay. So let's say, I don't remember what day it was, but let's say sure. it was the 10th. Don't lie. Whatever came out the very next day, June yeah. 11th, the paper that has the headline, like the king of pop dead, yeah. I bought the entire paper. But I did that for USA Today. I did that for the Cincinnati Inquirer. I did that for the whoever oh. I could. I went into the store and I bought the next day's papers. I should say the reason is I am a huge Michael Jackson fan. Yes. Joey and I, my twin brother, grew up loving his music. He is, in a weird way, an inspiration for the way I think this larger-than-life type. I like just big things, like okay. Peter of mine, and he was very good at that. Um, and then we had tickets to go see him in London, and he passed away. So when he did, I went out, and I bought all these newspapers. I yeah. went to Barnes & Noble. Yeah. And you know how, like, People Magazine or whoever, they'll come out with like, special editions? Uh, there were, like, 20 different magazines wow. from different... I bought all of them. I probably have 20 to 30 things okay. about him, tributes to him, and they are all still in the original bags, and they're under my guest bed. I mean, it's kind of cool. 
Uh, do you think it's a little weird that you just shove it under your bed, though? Well, Why is it like maybe we should showcase it? Uh, maybe. What are, what's going there, on? I have a lot of stuff like that. What are you going to do with it? You're just going to look I'm at gonna it? I'm going to hang later? on to it. It's one of those things that down the road, years, uh, okay. I'm talking decades down yeah, the road. Yeah, yeah. Think about like people that have papers of like, you know, if you're thinking like John F. Kennedy died. No, or yeah. Elvis Presley. Or, yeah. That's why I have it. Have okay. I done a good job displaying it? Absolutely not. Right. I also have a concert ticket. You've saw it recently for his show in London, and he's like moonwalking across the front of it. Yeah. I also do not have that on display. Well, what we have to say about the ticket, though, is that Michael Jackson passed away before Jesse got to go to the concert, mm-hmm. and they were like, do you want a refund for your money, or do you want to just pay for this piece of paper? And Jesse's like, $300 or what? how much was it? 120 bucks. He just paid for a ticket uh, with no concert. For Michael Jackson. Hold okay. on. Okay. Hold on. Go ahead. It's go not ahead. like this was for... Um, you know, Richard Marks or something. All right. Like, well, uh, or uh, Rick Astley. Okay. <laughs> Michael Jackson. I get it. One I of do the get biggest. It. Yeah. But, you, but I don't think you do. And you keep calling it a piece of paper. And honestly, I'm a little offended. Oh, Anna. I'm sorry. The so, Michael Jackson concert ticket, but there was no concert attached because he passed away. Correct. So you just paid 120 whatever dollars. There, there's the dismissive part. No, I'm not dismissing it. You, no, you are dismissing it's, it. It's. I find it interesting that you paid a hundred and twenty something dollars for a ticket with no concert attached. <laughs> That's, I mean, that not Anna, everyone does that. Okay? Anna, Let's, <sighs> it's your collection. I'm just trying to think of who you think, who you really look up to. No, listen, you're the one who said it was a strange collection. Do I'm you look up to anybody? <laughs> is there anybody in your life you're like, I love? Is there anybody? Is it Snoop? No. Who is it? <laughs> Snoop Dogg. I know. Obviously. I'm just. I no, can't. No, I mean. Do you have an idol? Do I have a Michael Jackson? I don't know. Can I think about that? Can, can you find one and then... Let's and think about think it. Think about that question. All okay, right. All right. Gosh. In the meantime, leave me in my $120 okay. piece of paper alone. If you go and look at my apartment, how it's decorated, the furniture I have, uh, apparently I'm being looked down upon. I'm being judged because I am the age of 28, and mm. they say that after the age of 28... You can't get away with the mass-produced, cheaper furniture. So think of the stuff you maybe order online or like a giant warehouse type of store, and they've got a bunch of the same thing, um, and it's it's cheaper. They say it, fast furniture ah, is so what they call So let's just throw some names out here. And so uh, Target, Walmart, Wayfair, pretty m- Amazon, yeah. anything that comes in a box, Ikea, essentially is what you're it. saying. Yeah, ex- pretty much. And almost half of adults say that they judge other adults over the age of 28, who have the fast furniture in their home. And I'll tell you what, I've got a couple of fast furniture pieces. Those are my nice pieces because mostly what my apartment is constructed oh. of is the stuff that people gave me when I moved out for the very first yeah. time. Like, I have, I still have that stuff. My couch, I don't even know where it came from. Someone gave it to someone who gave it to someone who gave it to me. Like, that, we don't even know the original owner of I couch. don't want that to be the history of my couch ever. Well, I don't want. I want to know the facts. I want the Carfax report on my couch. Listen, and I have other furniture like that. My TV stand. I don't know where that came from. Someone passed it down to somebody in the family, and when I moved out for the first time at 21, they're like, "Here you go, Anna." I, I don't. I mean, I like, went through that I, cheap furniture phase for sure. Up till maybe about five, six years ago, I still had some of it. I had a TV stand that kind of leaned to one side. Yeah, you know, it where happens. the back of it was that like. Uh, the, the kind of wood that you have to nail on the back that can pop off sure. super easy that has the sure. hole in it for the cords to come out. I oh, had that. yeah, I know what you're talking about. But when I redid my living room last year, oh my gosh, for the first time in my life, I was like, I'm trying to make this living room look like somebody that is in, at the time, their late 30s, Uh-oh. which was me. Okay. And you know what the answer was? 
money. <laughs> money, and that's the problem. And I was like, I was like, man, why do I have expensive taste now? I bought one chair. This I don't even think this is that crazy, but it was one little leather chair that one person could sit in, and that was eight hundred bucks. No way. But no. I know that I will have it for 20, 30 years. Like I, this is a chair that will last. It is not okay. Uh, it's not cheap, and it, yeah, you know. I mean, I guess so. I'm not judging anybody. If you have furniture in your home, win. You're winning. <laughs> like I don't even care where what? it came from. If you have a couch to sit on, win. What? Yes. Okay. Do you have a bookshelf? Win. I don't have a bookshelf. I have a bookshelf. I like, don't have a bookshelf. Where did I get it from? Online. Also don't have well, books. It was super cheap. I've got a lot of books. And you know what? I like my bookshelf. I don't care if it's cheap. And the couch, okay. the mystery couch, it seats just fine. Anna, what do you value? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Wait, hold on. What? Whoa. That, was, that caught me off guard. You don't value um, furniture. You know what? It's just Time a place to friends. lay my head at night. <laughs> That is the most quiet I've ever heard, Anna. You caught me off guard. Whoa. <laughs> what? Right, get back to me on that, okay? My family. There we go. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> that's a good one. Then thanks for giving her all the free furniture. Yeah. I was about two seconds away from being taken out by a forklift what? earlier today. Yeah, Jesse, right after we left King Arthur's Court in sure. Oakley, and we went our separate ways to get in our vehicles, I was looking down at my phone while I'm walking down the sidewalk like you shouldn't do, and... Next thing I know, I look up and there was a guy driving a forklift, but it was stacked up with boxes. So he did not see me at all throughout the entirety of it. He never saw that I was there. And I mean, the forklift is not even a foot away from me. I mean, I was like inches from getting knocked out with this thing. He was backing up as I'm walking, walking down, looking at my phone. And uh, I just, I like sped up and ran. I was like, whoa. So he's backing up kind of crossways to where you were walking. Yeah. Into your path. He was backing up into your path. Yes. Did the um, beep, beep. No, they beep. didn't have that any of that. Give it away? No, well, that's there his, weren't. Uh, he broke the forklift rule. Is that part of the forklift rule? A million percent. Okay. And the fact that he was up on the sidewalk because he was yes. kind of going into this like alleyway. Anna, I'm going to go ahead and say that you had the right of way. Did you make a little faux pas? But looking at your phone while I'm walking yes, down the street, but, yeah, yeah, I'd say so. But his forklift didn't do. It's supposed beep, beep, <laughs> beep. My dad drove, um, uh, whatever. Like he worked for the phone company for years, and those trucks were hardwired to beep if if they ever backed up. I'm like, does that ever get annoying? Yeah, uh, but it's important now. I understand why. Had it been beeping, maybe I would have paid attention a little more. I take yeah. Jackson on walks sometimes, and I have been busted multiple times it's always when a car is driving by that this happens there's witnesses i'm looking at my phone and it's the part in the sidewalk where the sidewalk has broken and it's lifted up about an inch or two and my toe catches it and i do the thing where i trip forward and i catch myself and i've actually had my phone go flying and there was a witness one time (laughs) and i'm like if i was them i'd be like that fool deserves that's what you get it's we all do it but it's the worst it's when i see people walking down the side of the road and they're on their phone yeah in my brain i'm judging them so i'm like you idiot you're gonna get hit by a car you're looking at your phone and then i do the same you gotta take it oh man i'm so sad the uh, forklift driver didn't give you because the horns on those things are real weak too like (laughs) me just imagine (laughs) if it had hit me like how did what what does the obituary say at that point? Inches away, a slow moving. <laughs> well, I was like, would I die or would I just get a little bruised it's a, up? It's I a slow know. impact, that's for sure. <laughs> Jesse, when you think about your friend group, 
would you be able to like give everyone a certain personality? Like, okay, this is the yeah, you know this friend. Okay, so hanging out with my girlfriends this past weekend, I came up with this. Like, every one of us has this very distinct personality. For example, my one girlfriend, she's the mom friend. Mm-hmm. Yes, she has kids, but that is not what I'm getting at. She is the mom friend because we all went out drinking. And then we were staying the night at her place. She made a sleepy time tea before bed. Oh. She's, you know, she's like, here's an extra pillow. She literally tucked me in with blankets. She's the caretaker. Where I was sleeping. Yeah, she's the mom friend. Mm-hmm. And then I've got, you know, another one of my girlfriends. And she's just kind of along for the ride. She's really quiet. She doesn't say much. She's great. We love her. But she kind of just hangs out with everybody. And, and she's kind of in the background. And then I'm like, oh, what would I be? Obviously, I'm the party friend. I'm the one who's always down for a good time. I'm trying to go out and have as much fun as possible, and they know that they can call me for that. So uh, friend personalities, I guess. So what would yours be? What would I be? I'm I'm not the dad friend. Um, I... I'm definitely the the risk-adverse person. I'm the one that thinks of consequences. Okay. I... um, I'm that person, but I'm not the one charting the course of what to do either. I'm definitely a f- go with the flow kind of guy. Okay, but if someone tries to like step out of bounds, you're going to reel them back in. Yes, I'll give you an example. The, okay. We went to Cancun. Yes, this was the trip years ago with the okay. White Russians. This is where I got the tortilla chip with the uh, the face of Jesus on it. Oh, that trip. My. Okay, oh, uh, it was a big right. trip. We were in Cancun. Cancun has a very uh, in Mexico has uh, just like the the resort portions very safe. You know, everything's very safe, but. No, my brother, my sister-in-law, and our other friend, they all wanted to get on a bus and go to Walmart in Cancun. And it's not exactly in the bounds of the resort. And I was very against it because, you know, we could have gotten killed or something. I don't know where my my brain went. And I was heavily against it, Mm -hmm. like pushed hard, and I was overruled three to one. And we ended up going, and it ended up being fine, and it was interesting. But I was like, guys, are you sure this is the right idea? Are you sure this is a good idea? Okay, Jesse, after uh, all that, you, you are the dad friend. That's exactly what the dad. But I'm not tucking anybody does. in. Well, I'm I said mom it. friends do that. Dad, maybe that's like the mom friend kind of a thing. The dad friend. <laughs> Come to think of it, I do read Joey good nighttime stories. It's like bedtime stories. What? I'm just kidding. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So you're the dad friend. Got it. All right. <laughs> think about our adventure to McDonald's the other weekend. When was that? Oh gosh. <laughs> he knew. Like. Oh yes. Doesn't that's get more Anna, dad than that. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Anna went and order a twenty piece nugget. Medium fry and then a cheeseburger. He's like, no, Anna, Anna, get back in the car. That's enough for a family eight. Yeah, that's a good point. And while you're at it, turn the lights off. Right. Jesse celebrated his 40th birthday this past weekend. And early on, I asked you, like, what do you want to do? You're turning 40. This is a milestone. Like, what should we do? And you had no idea. Yeah, that's a real hard question. Blew my mind. So at the end of it all, we came up with Jesse's 40th year bucket list. You've lived here for in Cincinnati for 18 years, mm-hmm. and there are so many things, like staples in the Cincinnati area that you've never done. First on the list, King Arthur's Court in Oakley, a toy store. Yeah, I mean, if you're just like, oh, that's interesting, why a grown man would want to go to a toy store. I just heard about it for the first time maybe two years ago, and somebody's like, you should take your nephews there. I have these, my nephews yeah. are younger. So I've been thinking about it, and then I, so we went there today, yeah. and I was like, this is the perfect time to buy my identical twin, Joey, a birthday gift, considering our birthday was on the 18th, and I forgot to do it. And he got you something. And he did. Normally, he's the one that forgets. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's go in. And man, this store is huge. You walked in. It's like walking in castle doors. Yeah. I mean, it's got the name King Arthur's Court. 
Uh, there's a throne. I sat on the throne at one point. Yeah. You put a little crown on and a and a thing. Uh, what's that called? Not a cape. Was it a cape? Uh. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I think it is a cape. Is it a cape? I don't a know. robe? I don't know. A don't king's know. cape a robe? I don't know. <laughs> We're not sure. We're not I'm very not a regal. king. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, it was neat. So, oh, and then they have an actual castle in there that requires a key to get into? Yeah. From what I've been told is that if it, the kids, you bring them for their birthday and they get a little key and they can unlock the, you know, the special door. Johnny's Toys was a big thing growing up for me. Jesse, I found out that 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 was like a a Cincinnati thing, Johnny's Toys, because I I asked you about that earlier, and I'm like, how do you not know what that is? Uh, But that was a big deal around here growing up. You would get a key on your birthday, and you got to get, like, something special. Um, And they have that at King Arthur's Court. They do. And this is in Oakley, by the way. It's off of Madison. Yeah. Uh, I found out from Ashley after the fact when I came to work today. I I can't verify this, but she says they've got a spot in the basement where parents go down and drink. At King Arthur's no Court, way. I go, I go, what? No. How do I get that key? What? I know. Anna's like, let's go we back. We should have brought Ashley. Uh, I know. Dang anyway, it. that video is up on our uh, Facebook if you want to see it from today. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.